following is a production of DallasCowboys.com and the Dallas Cowboys Football Club. How about this, Cowboys? Yeah! Blowing out of the backfield, exploding down the sideline. This is Hanging with the Boys, presented by Wingstop, where flavor gets its wings. Now, your hosts. Nate Newton, Kurt Daniels, Jesse Holly, and Shannon Gross. Hey! Perfect timing. <laughs> yeah, you know we got it. We got to be early, or, yeah. or else trying to get out. Mm-hmm. Trying to get out. Yeah, you, like, know, you know they'll dock. Like That's how it should it's be. Like, it's like four field. That's how it should be. <laughs> the, the people that actually get paid to do this show should be here early. Sure, you get salary. Yeah, but this ain't health benefits. You got security. This is just you get extra. health benefits. And it ain't social security. You get some cut. Yet. It's close. You, you you get free meals in the calf. I do, but not because you of ride the on show. A team plane. <laughs> not because of this show. You ride on a team plane. Yeah, not because of the show. <laughs> this is just. This is. I'm sorry. I had something to do for a. Well, a all you had to do was tell your boss, "Hey, you man." Schmoozing with well, the boys today. I had to go do something with Dr. Pepper oh, and Joe Looney. Okay, okay but you don't get paid for that either, right? No. Yeah, okay, right. but what but do you get? I you got get, you the reason get, why okay, I was late. Reason why I late. I got stopped by Derek Eagleton in the cafeteria, and he wouldn't let me leave. Well, you tell he tell him we got a show to do. But you know what? He's trying to get us off the rail. Hold on, 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 Kurt. Nice. Shirt you got? Are you colorful this week? Let me say this here. What? Okay, we just asked you several things. Of what? What do you get paid to do? I don't really then? know, to be honest. With you. <laughs> okay, Dude, I've been here. 15 no, I don't years. get paid for the Dr Pepper. No, I don't get paid for the wing stop. No, I don't get. Paid. Some day, most days, I wonder. I answer a lot of damn emails. And have a lot of conversation. Though. Nah, I know how that. I know how that sponsorship go. Don't, those those quarterly bonuses. I don't get no bonus off of that. Oh oh then what God. are you doing what here? What you get? Hey, what, what's you your pay? Right, listen, I'm Send them a bonus from your mom. No, because you <laughs> took them. Come on, man. <laughs> come to come to the Jesse School of Profit. Yeah, I'm gonna teach you how to get. I'm gonna teach you how to get some money, man. Hey, if I don't do nothing else, I'm gonna teach you how to get some. I I get free. I get free underwear. I get free wings every once mom. in a while. For your mother. Yeah, it's all about that. the perks, right, Shannon? I guess. I guess. I mean, so who calling in today, man? Spur and I. Yeah, know. call it. 888 855 Call us. You're going to have two good back-to-back days? You no, have, man. No, but you know what? I, I was driving back to work yesterday and was like, dang. Man, Nate. Nate was on fire. Nate was on. You, no, you, you just like Shannon until you was driving back to work. This ain't a part of your job. This is one of my jobs. Oh, okay. You got most. I think what Jesse's trying to say is you hadn't. he'd been here for what? How many weeks? 13, 14 weeks? 15 weeks? And you hadn't had two shows back to back that have been good, is what okay. I just heard. Okay. You like the Cowboys? <laughs> you are you are the true form of the Cowboys. Okay. What you gonna do today? What you gonna do today? Now, are you gonna show up today, or you gonna you gonna miss tackles? I'm gonna tell you. You gotta execute. You gonna execute today? Are you gonna execute today? I'm gonna tell you this here. I'm gonna tell you this here. Did you see? That mass unit that the Eagles put out there on the field. Oh, and wow. won. Break down the Eagles for us. We won't talk about that. That mass unit <laughs> where they had eight players, what, that was starters that was hurt. Then what? they got like seven more that was hurt. I heard this what? morning that McCown actually traded in his, his quarterback helmet that has the communication yeah. piece. To get another helmet so he could go be a receiver. <laughs> really? Yeah. Wow. yeah that's that's how real. desperate they were. What did you say, Nate? They shouldn't have won because they had too many guys yeah, hurt. Yeah, can't yeah, win they, when you're hurt. That's right. You, Wait, can't. you can't. So you're saying 
If guys get hurt, you can't win games. You can play through it. No, you can't win. But they won last night. Yeah, they did with a mash unit. I thought I saw Hawkeye out there, man. <laughs> <laughs> Hawkeye. Yeah. What was the other one's name? No, Trapper. Trapper. Trapper, yeah. Yeah. Hawkeye, Trapper, and what was the one that was They were the always playing crazy. Remember when I was playing oh, crazy? Clinger. Clinger. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Cross-dressing, buddy. <laughs> Man, I ain't talked about that show in a while. Yeah, y'all aged me out on that one. Oh, you never come seen on it? now. MASH? Yeah. I've heard of it, but I, I mean, I don't remember. You never watched it? Brother, you yeah. go watch it as a kid. Uh, whether it's the original <laughs> movie, <laughs> whether it's the original movie or the spinoff, the first five, six years or the spinoff, and then they, they kind of got away from the regular characters and – yeah, but that that right there, man. That's a forty plus right there. I'm not in that. I'm no. not in that bracket. I've yeah. never even heard of it. Yeah. So. Really? You haven't I've heard, heard of it? Yeah. I've never heard of it. What was it called? Oh, come on, man. Kyle's never heard of it. Mash. Mash. It was that. Is that like the game you play? Not, like no, that was a war. It was in the war. Remember Mash? You ever played? I remember that game, That's Kyle. That's criminal. Kyle, the M A S H game used to play. Yeah, I remember that. No, this no. was this. You gotta need to go look at it. You, you need to Google this up. It was one of the best sitcoms <laughs> yeah. ever, ever, man. Better than Friends. It was funny. Yeah, but it yes. was before Friends. It was before Friends. It was in the Archie Bunker days, yeah. bro. It was one of the, the longest Jeffersons. running, longest running good TV times. shows ever. It was good. It was good. Gunsmoke. Yeah, Festers. <laughs> I started. By the way, I watched Goliath. Yeah, I'm almost all the way through season two. Season yeah. one, super solid. Season two, weird season as hell. Season two gets a little off the rails. How season three? Three. I'm not very far into it. I'm about two or three episodes. It's okay. Okay. It's, it's not as So Goliath is what about? So far. Uh, Billy Bob Thornton is a retired lawyer that winds up taking some cases. Each season's about a different case. It's actually, okay. It's really good. It's really right. good. Um, y'all, any of y'all watch The Irishman? No. This, this dude, he was a killer, good. right? Mob type guy? I think so. Yeah. That's good. I haven't Somebody that. said that if, if we wanted, there's a guy that's in it that's actually in Goliath. Yeah. Clef Chin, I think, is his name. He was the one that, mm. I'm not going to ruin it, but anyway, mm. we could get him on the show if we wanted to. So we all need to watch it and then there we have go. a guy. I thought the Irishman was like, is it a series or like a long movie? It's, uh, I think it's one three hour, three and a half hour show. Oh, my God. Yeah. It's a long show. Commitment. Well, you, if you watch Waterworld, if you can watch Waterworld, you can you can watch um, anything. I don't know what that is. That's right. your boy played in uh, Dance with Wolves. What is his name? Kevin Costner. Kevin Costner. Everything oh, he do man. has got to be a minimum for four hours. <laughs> He's one of my all time favorite movies. Like my top three favorite movies. Like one is Coming to America. Mm-hmm. Two is that was funny. Yeah, uh, that was I, funny. The sequel is coming out too. Yeah, oh, yeah Coming to really? America Two is coming out. Yeah, same people. Yeah. Arsenio and Arsenio, Eddie? Eddie Murphy, no. all of them. Yeah, they're bringing all of them back. King Joffrey, King Joffrey Jofa. Yeah, yeah. Um, but Bodyguard, Bodyguard is in. Yeah, yeah. Really? Yeah. It's in your top three? Oh, Bodyguard, I love really? like y'all. Oh, man, man, that was prime Avatar Whitney is there, wasn't no. it? Avatar. That was good, Whitney. What's your third? Um, Dark Knight. Oh, Dark Knight was nice. Dark Knight. What's, your top, what's your top three, Kurt? Top three. Uh, Field of Dreams is up there. Mm-hmm. Baseball wow. Um, <laughs> Go ahead. I'm sorry. <laughs> yes, yeah, yeah. Um, God, what else? Holidays, it's Wonderful Life. I'm a big fan of Wonderful Life. Oh. Um, mm-hmm. God, what was another one? Oh, Sentimental Cat, man. Go, go on, go on. They're all older movies, I guess. Okay, are, you, are you a sentimental guy? Uh, I'm not a very an emotional guy. but uh, Couldn't tell. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, I guess maybe so. But you, Nate, Avatar or what else? Avatar, Godfather 1, Godfather 2. Really? Good. 
Kyle, what you got? Uh, so I like sports movies, of course. Oh, remember my God, the really? <laughs> yeah. Uh, I like Dead Poets Society with Robin Williams in oh, it. Oh, okay. What's wrong with that one, Nate? What's the one with Robin Williams? And I'm going to go with Jesse, with The Damien. Dark Knight as well. Matt Damien. Damien. Oh, yeah. Um, Come on, quit correcting me. <laughs> All right. Just let you get it. They, uh... You just saw a bunch of plates. Yeah, it went by. Stop. Yeah, and then Fat Man get on a plate. Get on. Fat Man, Fat Man alert in on a plate. Was that Dead Poets Society? Matt no, Damon? No, no, no. And, no, no that, that was, that was, no, that's was a lawyer, Williams, man. And he's I mean, the teacher. Yeah, he's a teacher, man. And You're man, a movie guy. You're, you're like thinking movies. about oh, man. Come on, I'll watch, the, man. The genius. Like, I watched Outland last night with Sean Connery going out. You know, my, Outlander? What about you? Outland. You got to cut the dude's head off? Yeah. That's what, about, a good movie. what about you? No, you're talking about Outland. That's a different. That's yeah. different, though. Oh. I'm talking about Outland where he went into the future. This Sean Connery. Oh, not I the haven't other seen guy. that. Uh, probably for Love of the Game, that Kevin Costner yeah. baseball movie. Man, Avatar. So you love Kevin Costner? A Knight's Tale. Avatar. I really like that. Avatar. Heath Ledger. He was a knight. Oh, yeah, yeah, I got you. Yeah, Changed yeah, the stars. I got you. Avatar, and then probably, man. I don't know what the third one. I, I like that. Have you Godfather ever seen one. Kingdom of Heaven? With uh, Orlando Bloom, Good yeah, where he hunting. went back, man, and uh, Good yeah, 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 yeah. Well, you went back and uh, you know, say the people they're trying to tear down the wall, but you know, he was a blacksmith son. And then his man oh, yeah. came and got you it. saw it? That's yeah. a good movie. Yeah, that, that's an intense movie. Yeah, it's about that's the Christian, you, you cru- Christian Crusades. Ooh. Back when they were. That's intense. Because he met these people out in the desert. Uh-huh. You know, and uh, he yeah. took his horse and everything, and man, he went and got the... That's a good movie. Yeah, the by the way, Goodwill Hunting is the one y'all were thinking of. Yeah, we already owned that cow. Yeah, okay. Just making sure. Welcome, welcome to the show. Kurt said it five man. minutes ago. <laughs> that's, that's worse welcome than that. Welcome to the show, Kyle. Kurt. I'm sorry. Hey, Kyle. Thank you for joining the show, I'm not doing the drop for me this time. <laughs> All right, let's go to the phones. Let's talk some football, maybe. I don't know. James in New York, what's up? We're not talking movies. What's going on? Go ahead. I can't believe you guys don't know what the Irishman is. That's oh, crazy. I know what the Irishman. I know what it is. I just hadn't watched it yet. I haven't committed. Yeah, yet. but you guys were like, "Is it a show?" I mean, it's a pretty yeah, small movie. I, like, I, trust yeah. me, outside of sports, <laughs> I'm oblivious to a lot of things. I really am. Like, I, I am oblivious to a lot of stuff it, outside of sports. If it ain't on Twitter, Jesse don't know about it. For real. Mm-hmm. And so even if, you, that, if you hit Twitter, Irishman, and connected with Jesse, he'll get it. <laughs> That's then. the only way I get it. Yeah. You put a check on it, I'll find it. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. By the way, Jesse, I like your Twitter. It's a little spicy. I like it. I was, I finally started following you. It's good. Appreciate hey, it. Hey, James, before, yeah. before, before you get going, the Irishman, is it worth the investment? All right. I'll give you the quick other 10 seconds on it. It's, it is too long. What you got to do is you got to break it up. Because break it up to like three parts. Pesci and Pacino are amazing. That's why they got nominated. I think Pacino will win. The parts with De Niro being physical is bad. Like, he, there's a scene with him kicking this like guy, and he looks like he's 85. I'm telling you, they should have subbed him out. The movie would have been a lot better if they they used DiCaprio as young as uh, Frank Sheeran. Mm. That would have then the movie would have been off the cook because he's just too old. De Niro's is too old. I think that's my. But third, it's good. My, it's good. My third movie is a Bronx Tale. I think that's my third movie. Oh man, did she open you know, the door? You know, it's, you know what's funny about Bronx Tale? What's that? They shot in Queens. <laughs> they shot in the story of Queens. Uh, if Bronx ever been Tale there. in Queens. <laughs> my father took me. My father, yeah, my father took me there. We saw the. The shoot like one of the scenes. The scene when the kids like steal a fruit from the guy. Yeah, I saw that when I was a kid. Oh, nice. It was like '93. Yeah, because we grew up around there. But yeah, yeah. <laughs> All right, what you got about so. the game, James? <clears throat> game, James. Big game, well, James. What's up, brother? Uh, well, listen. I mean, I, my confidence is at all time low. I, I guess I, my biggest question. I had a lot of things we haven't spoken in a while. It was this: Did you guys feel on the defensive side of the football, especially? I thought our defensive line 
has been playing selfish hero ball, especially against these running quarterbacks that have been killing us. To me, I, I you know, there are a lot of takes in that game. You know, with that, you know, new. You remember um, Carl Banks, right? Back and playing with him mm-hmm. for the Giants. Yeah, for the Giants. Mm-hmm. He always stresses on our local shows about uh, lane responsibility and gap integrity. You know, he talks about that a lot with defense. Yeah. And I'm watching, like, Bennett and and D-Law in one of these plays. I mean, these guys are just – obviously, they're going off script. And it just kills this team because I've never seen a team play this selfishly on defense. And that's why we're getting gashed. And watching the Rams just do what they did the last two games, how could you have any confidence we're going to stop this team? I mean, I thought the division was lost last night, my opinion. All right, my brother. We hear you, my friend. Thank you, man. man. And that's a lot of what Jason Garrett finally <laughs> – listen, when, when, <laughs> when things start going bad and Joker start calling out other people for their stuff, that lets you know, like, that ain't on me. Hmm. But that's what he was talking about, how guys have been going off script, doing their own things, not being accountable. It's it's that what James was talking about. And – not only just the defense, a lot of people have been going off script trying to have the 14-play touchdown, One, the 14-point touchdown, three, or trying to have, you know, trying to make the hero ball strap, sack strip fumble or whatever it is. One, and what happens is you get two, caught out of place because these guys are smart. Um, the one thing that I've noticed in the NFL a lot this year, you'll start seeing a lot of this jet motion a lot of teams have been using this jet motion. And the simple – back in the day, people used to – and they still do it now. But people used to use this jet motion to declare whether you were in man or zone. Mm-hmm. What they're doing now is they're making you have to recount. But they're making you have to recount on the run. See, before it was just, all right, you go in motion, right? Some people would call it a zig motion, a zag motion, right? Z, Z-A, Z-A-C. Uh Zach motion. That's the Z across the formation. Mm-hmm. And so what it does now is, okay, if someone goes with you, it's man-to-man. If someone doesn't, they pass you off. It's zone. What they're starting to do now is this jet sweep <clears throat> motion where the guy goes in motion across like he's getting a jet sweep. And then you have to you have to do your recount, right? Now everything is recounted. But when he crosses the center, watch the linebacker. They take this step shift. two steps over because the formation changes. And they're catching – they're getting caught in that shift. And that's where your defensive lineman has to be key because those offensive linemen are getting to the second level and getting an edge. So when you shift, if they're going, they're running right, but they jet motion across the formation, and you now go with that motion just a step or two, those guards, those tackles, they're now getting up on you so you were already a step off from where you were before. So now when you have to take that two steps to get back over to your original alignment, that two steps for them, now you meet. Now I got 320 on. They're stepping. Linebackers are stepping one way, but they're running back. The, correct. The, the right back way. into the offensive lineman hmm. who've now gotten to the second level. Isn't that amazing how fast the game is that just your two steps, <clears throat> steps, not strides, but two steps, two steps. out of the out of. And that's all you way. need. And that's because it. that back coming right up behind you, you can't get there. And that lineman may not even get a whole piece of you. So what should the defensive lineman be doing then? See, now this is where you have to be able to, 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 to James' point, being gap and lane 
have that integrity. Because now what I can't allow is I can't allow that guy to get right off of me and get to the next level. This is why you have to have those big logs in the middle because I need that guard. If he's, if he's going to come down and help out with that center before he goes up or if they're going to be pulling somebody and he has to come down, I need, I, you, I need that log to just disrupt all of that. I need him to be able to say, I got to stay on this guy uh, a Mississippi longer. Whether it was two Mississippis, I need a third Mississippi because now that third Mississippi allows my linebackers to flow back to where they originally started from. What, what he's saying is simply this right here, and we have neither one of these players. Hmm. You either have to have Fletcher Cox, who's going to make you pay because you got off too soon and he's so big to that guard angle covering. Mm-hmm. Or you're going to have to have that dude that sit with the Rams who's so lightning quick yeah. till he can run it down. Yeah. And our guys have not been doing – they've not been doing that. They don't have the time. So, and then so another thing with the jet sweep, and just this is a question for you, is now where they used to have uh, – Corners and safeties running with this jet sweep. They getting these linebackers to adjust, and now you and your first man you facing as as a jet sweeper is a linebacker, and this is on the wide receiver. They did it twice with the Rams, and a linebacker was stuck on this dude, right. and he just and went for a first down both times. Right, and I'm saying to myself, well, didn't a corner used to come across or a safety used to come down? So I'm I'm saying that now I understand because when you shift over as a defensive lineman. All of a sudden, and this going back the other way, I got your linebackers caught. Yeah. I got them caught. So all I can do is call a quick as a guard. Quick, quick, quick. And I cut through. I come through with a hand, give you enough time to cut this dude, and I'm up on the linebacker. That's, that's ugly, man. Let's go back to the phones. Barry in Atlanta. What's that's up, ugly. man? Fellas, good Good afternoon. How are y'all doing? Doing Great. well, brother. Great. How are you? Good, man. Huge fan of the show, man. I appreciate y'all. I'm a basketball player, so I don't know much about football. So your favorite movies he got game. <laughs> nah, yeah, there you go. There we go. That's, that's one of my favorite movies. Okay. <laughs> but yeah, no, I'll keep it quick, fellas. Uh, two points. Man. Um, I'm actually coming down this weekend for the game. My wife got me tickets for my birthday, so nice. looking nice. forward to trying to um, get a tour. And where of, you uh, coming from? Atlanta. You flying? Yes, sir. All yes, sir. Right. Flying mm-hmm. in Thursday just so I can come to the Star Friday and try to try to catch you all uh, during the show. All right. Nice. All yeah. Right. So my my second point is is um, it's about you know our, our infamous owner. Like uh, I respect Jerry Jones as a business owner. I mean businessman. I have the most up, utmost respect for him and think he's done a great job of innovating and building the brand. But I guess as we look at possible coaching changes in the next uh, you know next year. I don't think anything's going to change if Jerry hires another yes man. You know, um, I think that his next hire will tell a lot. Like, I I, I hate to say it. I know these young coaches from college, the college level, um, everybody's excited about, but I'd rather a proven coach in the NFL because I feel like a college coach is going to come in, Jerry's going to continue to have his way and says what he wants to do. And as a fan, I look at that as insanity. Like, 25 years, we haven't won anything since Nate and the boys. And now we continue to do the same thing. And I think he has to look at himself and say, hey, I got to change and bring somebody in there like a Jimmy Johnson or someone who I trust to run the organization or run the, the coaching, everything from the coaching side of things. And, and, uh, and I hope that's what he does the next hire. But um, that's all I have. And I just think that um, as fans, 
like myself, I'm paying all this money to come watch the Cowboys. Not as, as excited as I was a few weeks ago, but I'm still coming. And I think until we as fans stop spending that money, Jerry will continue because the brand is still profitable. So Barry. thank you guys again. Yes, sir. Are you Sprocket's friend? Uh, Hutch, yep. You know That's who Sprocket is? You know Hutch? Yeah. Okay. Yep, thank you. I was going to thank you. I know you replied to my uh, yeah my uh, t- uh, Twitter tweet. So yes, sir. Okay, That's my boy. All right, cool, cool. So he's a friend of. Thanks for the call, Barry. Yeah. So Barry's a friend. I'm like, ah, oh, his name sounds. So Barry's a friend of a friend, mm-hmm. uh, a guy who I grew up with. We call him Sprocket. His name is Scott Hutchins. Mm-hmm. Um, and so he's coming in town, and so he he asked me would I would I look up some. Uh, Cigar bars and stuff. I don't. I don't smoke, but mm-hmm. I know people who smoke cigars. So you're, so. you're a healthy person getting cancer. I understand. <sighs> I understand. <laughs> you're like, I don't man. drink, but I, I'll buy you some beer. Yeah, hey. You're a grown man. I mean, so, but yeah, I'm he wants to come you. by. He, want, you, he, he wants to, to come friendly. by. He wants to come by. To, you know better to though. the show. Yeah, I oh, found man. out. I think I said it on the Shot. show. Pass right over that. I didn't hear what he said. I no, I just I let him just keep talking about. <laughs> I think Friday's the only day that you can go to cigar bar. No, I don't smoke cigars. Uh, I, I have just, never smoked in my anything Jesse in my life. You, uh, Jesse, help you. He'll help me find yeah, one. Yeah, yeah. You were on one again today. <laughs> I like. I'm not mad about it. I'm not mad about it. I'd rather you be like this and be old grumpy old Nate over there with. <laughs> With your, with, your, old, with, your phone, with your phone up, <laughs> watching what? highlights of the game that doesn't even matter going anymore, going, Oh, you going, telling me the one, Eagles don't matter, two, and that's what y'all have been three, Y'all doing four, this team. You, one, you, two, no, not you. Me up. three, four. You and you doomed this team. Oh, my God. Seven we weeks ago, oh my God. y'all said we it's going to come down to the to the Cowboys and the Eagles. I said, fellas, do y'all realize I said that, we that if it come yeah. down to the Cowboys and the Eagles, that this team could possibly be seven and whatever? Well, no, it's just going to come down. You doomed them. You the one said they were going to be seven and whatever. I just yeah, said if, it was going to come down to the last two games of the game. year. So let's answer Barry's question. Mm, okay. okay. About Jerry and hiring coaches. Now, I, I do believe it's in my, already been hired. The I, coach already been hired. I do believe in my heart of hearts. Mm-hmm. This is just this is add this to my conspiracy theory list. Oh boy, I like these. Oh, right. I, I think that whatever God that Jerry Jones believes in, mm-hmm. that he is on his hands and knees praying to this God <laughs> that Jason Garrett has success in, that they make it to the playoffs mm-hmm. and he has success in the playoffs. NFC East championship game or and or Super Bowl. Mm-hmm. Because I think he wants to bring him back. I don't think he wants to fire Jason Garrett. I'm with you. At all. But I also think Jerry understands that his literal his literal biological clock is ticking. He doesn't have 10 more years to waste. He doesn't. Mm-hmm. Like he does not, you don't have 10 more years to waste of your life. You don't have 10 more years to waste on the talent that you have right now. So I think he's in a very unique, tight window of, I don't, what is Jerry, 70-something? 70? 75? 75? Positive. So he's in his 70s. Mm -hmm. He doesn't have 10 more years. Now, Jerry is probably going to outlive all of us, just FYI. He's probably going to outlive everyone in this room. Yeah. Yeah, you're right. 77. 77. Jerry don't have 10 more years. I'm not putting him in the grave. I'm just saying 10 years to waste on another coach and hope that you get it. I think Jerry's in a situation where he understands and knows 
that I just might have to bite the bullet and go get that dog. Whoever that guy, that Sean, that Bill, whoever that guy is. So you think he's to a point in his his life and his career and his career as a GM that he might be to the point be like, you know what? This is the last last go round. This is my last chance. You yeah. go do it. The window's closed. Like this so. is my last. I, I don't. I don't. He. You've heard him say it before. I don't have time for a bad time. Right. He understands. Like my window as a human. Because nobody <laughs> thinks that he's willing to give up that power, that control for a coach. You think he he might? I, I think that I think he has to really sit down and and whether it's on his helicopter or or his. Well, Private jet or yacht or wherever the hell that he relaxes and gets his thoughts clear. Because he has to look up and go, do I have 10 more years? I, I don't have 10 more years with Dak. I don't have 10 more years with uh, uh, um, Amari and Zeke and Tyron and Fredericks and Martin. I don't and, – and Lawrence. Those guys, it's a five-year window with those guys. So you always hear the win-now mentality. This is like this the, is ultimate, legit. the ultimate win-now, this, right? this is legit win-now window because – Eventually, you're going to have to say, like, here, Stephen, it's it's all yours. Yeah, it's, it's my question. I mean, how big of a role is Stephen going to have in this? And he's already kind of shown with players that he doesn't have the same loyalty, for lack of a better word, than Mr. Jones does. So Stephen might be, hey, let's cut the cord. We're going. But my thing is, is look what it took to to gather all this talent, right? Like, you, let's just, like, you had to trade a first-round pick. The Amari Coopers aren't going to be hanging around to be traded for every single year. That was a you got lucky. Mm-hmm. You got blessed with Amari. You don't have to be real bad to pick up another Zeke type caliber player, the number four overall pick. If we're all we're being honest, you got lucky with Dak. Ain't too many fourth round picks going to yeah, be able to come in true. and be your franchise quarterback, mm-hmm. right? Now you got a stellar offensive line. Those guys are getting old fast. Real how, fast. Real, how do you replenish that? Mm-hmm. You see what I'm saying? So you, all these factors that you have playing into this thing, it took you a while to build those things. It, it took you a while to build that offensive line through drafts and drafts and drafts. And it took you, again, a, a, a prayer to find a guy like Dak Prescott. Dak Prescott was in training camp battling Jamil Showers. Don't mm-hmm. forget that. Four years ago. He was battling Jamil Showers, mm-hmm. who was playing safety and corner and receiver, and he was in a battle with Jamil Showers. It took two catastrophic injuries for him to get a chance. It took Tony's back and Kellen's ankle mm-hmm. for them to find this fourth-round pick. So I just think about when it comes to the coaching, Jerry's looking around and going, I got a lot of money invested, and I'm getting ready to put another 18 to $20 million a year in Amari Cooper, and I'm getting ready to put anywhere from 30 to $40 million in Dak Prescott. I don't have I don't have time to mess around with a coach trying to figure this thing out. I, I need someone that's going to be able to come in here and I hope give me almost immediate results with what I have in place right now. And that may require me saying, I gotta go a little bit more hands off because it, it, I gotta get this. Because 87 years old. I'm not saying that he won't be – I think – I mean, he still goes harder than anybody, any one of us in here. He mm-hmm. can go all night and be up for a 7 a.m. meeting. I, I couldn't. He can. He flies all across the country and all across the world, and he's just as sharp as a tack. Uh, 87 is, is, is – before you know it, it'll be right here. I just don't – I don't think he has 
a lot of time for a bad time. Nice. Well put. Nice. Yeah. So you have to say for a bad time. I like that phrase. A lot of time for a bad time. What do you think? Do you think you think you think he could to- give total control to a coach? Because I mean, he he's no, he's obviously he, different. The things he says in the media now, and the way that you know the 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 way he yeah. presents things is different. Can Stephen give total control to a coach? Don't know. It's a great question. That may be we may find out here sooner rather than later. Yeah, you you're gonna have to, man. Players gonna want to know who's the power. They understand who writes the check. Ain't nobody never gonna have no issue with mm-hmm. who writes the check. When you say the power, what do you what do you mean? Like the final say so? Yeah, who's what playing, happens? Who's not playing? Mm-hmm. Who's injured? Who's not injured? I mean, uh, when something go wrong, a little discrepancy, it ain't nobody but the coach. If if you got if, if when you when you look up when you wake up and you and you and everything, hey man, this is predicated on what the coach think, you know. Uh, for Jason to say, and see, this leaves too many doors open when a coach simply says, well, we decided, I decided, now I'm not going to play guys who don't do the right thing. (laughs) Well, why weren't you doing that before? Did you not have control of the team? See, that's a question that pops up. Mm -hmm. To a normal fan that's thinking, wow, do you hear what Jesse just said? What do you mean you're going to not play the guys that do the right thing? Well, you didn't have the power to do that. So there's too many questions. You don't want those questions. You want, if anything, okay, how do, how we, what hotel are we going to stay in? Now, this is a small thing to, to the average person, but that's a big thing to a coach. And how he want to order, I want him in this hotel, this place, this place. I want this done by this time, this time, this time. I want everybody in place by this time, this time, and this time. And everything go be approved through the coach. Not, okay, let's check and make sure everybody comfortable with this. Well, we got to worry about this. No, I want the plane to take off on this time, this time, this time. Now, y'all may not think that's big. And, and and meaningful, you know. Well, hey, we can't. Well, we got the media going. I don't care. This is what time the plane take off. Now Shannon got to get there. You got to get there. You got to get there. But this is what my, I told my team. Mm-hmm. Good point. Everything, yeah, everything has to run off of what the coach wanted to run off of, not what somebody else wanted to run off of. What the coach wanted to run off of. Good points. So let's take a break. When we come back, let's talk about the Eagles game. Is the writing on the wall one way or the other? And take some more calls. We come back. Hang with the boys. The Cowboys way, where Thanksgiving means spending the day with 100,000 of your closest family and friends to watch the game live. Where 16 Hall of Famers and five championships show us what success looks like. Where we're all defined by one single thing, the star. Where we as fans have the power to keep the tradition going. Bank of America is proud to be the official bank of the Dallas Cowboys and to support the quest of living life the Cowboys way. What would you like the power to do? Bank of America. Copyright 2019, Bank of America Corporation. Hey, Cowboys fans.
fans, if you're thinking about attending a game this season, visit CowboysTravel.com to book your travel package today. Stay at the team hotel, have dinner with a Cowboys legend, and experience AT&T Stadium's exclusive VIP Owners Club. Also, tour the star, get autographs from your favorite players, and talk X's and O's with me, Mickey Spagnola. The official travel partner of the Dallas Cowboys will take care of all your travel needs. Visit CowboysTravel.com. Just okay is not okay. Whether it's cheerleaders or your wireless network, AT&T is America's best wireless network. Best network based on GWS1 score September 2019. So, you're shopping, and that's when you see it. Aisle 23. Dr. Pepper stacked from top to bottom as far as the eye can see. The phrase too good to be true comes to mind, yet there it is. A rich, delicious Dr. Pepper paradise. Wait, did, did that can of Dr. Pepper just open itself for you? They all are. As if to say, so nice to treat you. And even though it feels weird to talk to a can, you pick one up and say, it's so nice to be treated. Dr. Pepper, so nice to treat you. Back to hanging with the boys. Back, Kurt, go. Back. True cowboy loves his freedom, and Tommy John gives you that feeling of freedom where it counts with a contour pouch that nestles you in fabrics you can barely feel. Shop exclusive cowboys underwear at tommyjohn.com slash cowboys. 20% off your first order. Do it. There was a uh, transaction, minor transaction. Put, uh, the Stars Cedric, coach got fired? Yeah, that wasn't minor. Cedric Wilson on IR, and they're bringing up Mitch Hyatt from the... You some of the offensive linemen? Yeah, which that surprises me. Why would they bring up another tackle off the practice squad? Mitch Hyatt. What's Cedric Wilson's injury? He, knee. He hurt his knee in that last game. Oh, he tore his ACL, didn't he? Yeah, it's it's bad. So mm. caught the ball. So I, I don't. But now we have five tackles on the roster, so I don't know. And two rookies, two of them are rookies. We're going jumbo package. <laughs> the whole game, the three whole game. three yards in a cloud of dust. Jumbo time <laughs> possession, jumbo package. <laughs> well, Zeke gonna rush well, the ball forty three times. That's funny. <laughs> that's funny. But your defense, your defense, when it, it's proven when they play thirty minutes, thirty, twenty nine minutes and more. They 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 can't hang they can't hang, they, you know I mean it's funny but our defense if our defense say twenty nine oh one the chance of us winning the game go up seventy percent mm-hmm. or losing the game go up seventy percent. You think they're tired at this point, especially after this stretch of the two Thursdays and the Patriots game and all that? Think they're yeah. worn out? I do, but again, you, this ain't new. They didn't just spring this up on you. You've Happens done this for the last year. couple of years. Yeah. Like, you see what I'm saying? So, like, th- that also goes back to you knew this was coming. You knew this was coming in August, April. You knew this stretch was coming. What did you do leading up to that? This happens every – you know that you're going to play that, that three games in 10, 12, mm-hmm. 15 days Period. You know it. Just like you know people are going to get hurt. It's no excuse. you got to have a plan, right? And remember remember, I told you guys that was the stretch that I worried about? And everybody kept saying, oh, no, no. I said, I played in that stretch. You wore out. Mm. You wore out. Because at that point in time of the year, like everyone's hurt leaving training camp. But you are really banged. Like you hurt. Everybody's hurt right now. Mm-hmm. Everybody. Everybody's like um, 70% of 100. 
right now. Well, does the opposite hold true? Because now you've had, what, 10 days off before your next game, so you've had a weekend to do nothing, no football stuff, to get yourself back right, and then now you got a regular week of practice. So going once you get through that stretch, does that 10-game – window help you get back right or does that bang yeah. you up so bad that you can't get back right no you can no one gets back right right during the season right what it does it it, it replenishes you it refreshes you um so we're gonna see him come out start quick and just keep scoring this game right hasn't jason garrett always had a decent <laughs> december record yeah well it always starts right after that thanksgiving break because yeah. you get some time off you get a chance to kind of refresh and no one, everyone's done with their buy. Mm-hmm. Like no one's doing a buy anymore. This is a mini buy. You get, you know what I'm saying? That that Friday, Saturday, Sunday off, uh, Monday. So this is a mini buy for a team late in the season that nobody else has. So it gives you a chance to kind of get a little bit more spring in your step. You know, if if you had a really bad ankle injury, it now is just a minor ankle injury because mm-hmm. you had some time off or a shoulder sting or a back or an elbow, whatever it is, it, it alleviates uh, alleviate all of it. It alleviates some of it to allow you to do what you normally do at a better rate. That makes any sense. Yeah. You see what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. And so, yeah, I, I, they may come out against the Rams this way and look much better, look more springy, more bouncy, because they had that mini buy at a point in time of the season where people just don't have this much time off. They're going to have to because the Rams look like they might have figured some stuff out last game. And the game last night, I could have done without watching all up until about the last minute and a half of regular time. But did the Eagles figure something out? Did Carson Wentz start looking good at the end of that game? Let me me, me tell you something, man. He – to me, he had it figured out the whole – Carson Wentz, allow him to move around. Don't pocket pass him. Allow him to move around. Sounds some familiar. of the throws he Real made, familiar. man. <laughs> some of the, Allow him to move around. Mm-hmm. He is a quarterback that's better when you when you keep him moving. Even when he handed that ball off, you know he's moving. Mm-hmm. He handed, Allow him to move. When he get into a rhythm of moving around, it's like his body get oiled up and he do his thing. Yeah, he's got the arm, and I think he's got the coach to go along with him. I mean, he, even when he's throwing the ball, that touchdown there. Notice how he's still, his body's still moving. Mm-hmm. But when he got to stand up and do all of that, no, nah, that ain't him. Uh, they found that, and I hate to keep saying this. They found a running game last night. Yeah, Scott, Scott Sanders, they was they was hammering the Giants. It's hard to play two way football. And that's where all the winning teams, all the teams that got seven wins or more, got some type of running game. It may not dominate them, but they have a running game that balances them up and keep the defenses going two ways. So, I'd like to think that you know they were playing the Giants, who are awful. So maybe they're not. <laughs> maybe they haven't figured something out. <laughs> but yet. they ha- but they had Eli. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yeah, of course, but you but know what? The rest of their schedules just like the Giants. <laughs> you, you know what, fellas? Let me let me say this right here. We have not beat a winning team. Yeah. So everybody we play has been losers. So, okay, the Giants is part of the losing crew. All right? So now what's our issue? Yeah. See, it, you know what? Yeah, Jason ain't the greatest uh, adjuster. Great, He ain't this. He ain't that. But you know what? I still say this right here. Until you start making tackles – the basic things that it takes to help win for it. Until you start making – I'm not worrying about a scheme 
when I can just pick up any film of any game <laughs> after the first three games. After the first three games, I can pick up any film of any game and see 800 missed tackles. How, how is that? Kurt, give us that stat you tweeted to me this morning. Yeah, we had a fan uh, ask Chad Walls, was asking Jesse about tackles. And uh, actually, the Cowboys lead the league in missed tackles. And, late, late, and drops. And late, everything that's important to winning a game. Yeah, Leighton Van Der Esch, 14 missed tackles. Sean Lee, 12 missed tackles. Wouzier, 11. Jalen Smith, 11. So right there, your linebackers combined have missed 37 tackles. Mm. Mm. And, and I bet you a third of them is third down yeah. plays. Think about that. 37 tackles. Just, let's just put that in perspective. 37 tackles is what a guy would have – on a year as a reserve. Like if you're a reserve, linebacker, lineman, yeah. and you you notch 40 tackles. Like a Justin March type guy or Joe Thomas, yeah. somebody like that. Mm. Like think about that. A guy who plays a reserve role. Now normally starting linebackers is somewhere around 80, 90. The good ones, 100. 110. You know what I'm saying? A guy like uh, Leonard uh, in, in Indianapolis – uh, you know, Clay Matthews in his prime, they, they were up there in the 90s, 100 every season, you know. But think about that. Right there, our two starting linebackers, one has missed three games now? Yeah. Hey, so, hey, Jesse, breaking news, heavy gunfire in Jersey City. Governor says police officers have been shot. Ooh. I know you got people up there. I just want to just popped up on my phone. Man. <laughs> wow. Take that into perspective a little bit. Yeah, Joe Thomas has 26 tackles this year. Think of right. So they've <laughs> missed more tackles than their reserve has actually had tackles. You see what I'm saying? Like missing 30 something tackles. That is a year stat line for a guy who was a reserve. If if you're the backup linebacker and you go anywhere from between 40, 35, and 50 tackles, it's a damn good year. I've been saying since the fourth game. If we just tackle, we come off the field. Even though we may have bad field position, even though we ain't got no turnovers, even though we ain't got no sacks, before this year, we would at least tackle. What's the what's the deal with that? Because you get, you get gap integrity, you get schemes, you get – is it tired? Is it – I mean, it can't just be coaching, right? Like, I mean, you know how to tackle. That's how you get to the league. You have tackled your entire life. Nothing changes. It's the exact same. Like, what – what what is different? You want you want conspiracy theory number five? No. <laughs> yes, yes, I do. No, here's my biggest thing: is that no one practices anymore. No one practices anymore. He gets a veteran day. He gets a veteran day. Mm-hmm. He's out with an injury. He's out with an injury. So what happens is all, all the. I said this the other day. Tackling is want to. It's 90% one-two, it's 10% technique. That's all it is. Mm -hmm. Because all our missed tackles because we have poor technique. Guys are lunging. Guys are trying to arm tackle. They're not bringing their feet. They're not shooting their hand. They're not coming across the bow. All of those things are small fundamental techniques that you constantly rep during practice. And when you're not practicing or because the team is so banged up, which we've been you know, in pockets this season, you miss out on those opportunities 
to work and practice. That's why I used to hate. I used to hate it with the passion. I still hate it with the passion. And Nate, you know this. Well, you be in practice, right? And a running back will break through, and a linebacker come by and be like, "Oh, I got you." Oh, the hell you don't. <laughs> don't 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 tap me on the hip and tell me you got me, because. You get in the game, you do the same thing, and he's going to do the same thing he just did in practice, run right by you. Yeah. And you see that. I, I see DBs do it. They'll be like, you come on, and they'll, and, and they'll be going, you know, f- you'll be going full speed one way, and they'll just be like, I got you. No, 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 you don't. Because you're, you're going to do the same thing in the game, and I'm going to run through that arm tackle. You know what I got you? You know what I got you mean? Is you got close enough to be out of position not to make that right. <laughs> I'm serious. And see, that but you know what, man? You know it's like I get quiet at certain times. But that don't bother you. The very essence of the game, catch the ball. We lead the league in drops. We lead the league in missed tackles. We have no turnovers. We have no interceptions. And we're up there on penalties. And so we that makes us losers. That. That don't bother you. That don't really get to the core of what football is about. If you don't, if you're not willing to be hit or hit someone, that's the core of the game. They done legislated all the danger out of the game, but you can't even come up. You rather try to run through somebody, you know, with with, with a bad body, bad body position, miss the tackle all together. Turn around and jog behind the guy. And then when you do get a big hit, you want to That bothers me, man. Everything wants to be a everything has to be a highlight now. Like the just tackle. Yeah. Just, like, tackle just tackle the dude, man. Tackle, tackle the dude. You could tackle say, the dude. You could say they're not allowed anymore to practice tackling. They can't take anybody to the ground in ta- in practice yet. But every team's working under those same guidelines. So right. Thank it's gotta you. come down to the players. See, Okay, why why Baltimore's happening? You know, besides this game here with the 49ers and the Saints, and there was still some nice tackles in that game. Just coaches hit their stride and players hit their stride in this game. But it was still some better tackling in a 40-something point scoring game than we did in, in the games that we play. I mean, if you go back and just go through tackle after tackle after tackle in our game, you will see there seven, six missed tackles, man. And, I, and see, I ain't even counting that 37 yards. I'm talking about it's more tackles than that. We guys just reaching out, lunging out at guys, a half running. I mean, I can tell when a guy running wide open. We saw what happened when you run wide open from last year versus this year. You're like, okay, I'm just, you know, jerking your arms and lifting you. Come on, man, you ain't running. You don't want none of that. We're going to run into our last break when we come back. More of this on Hanging with the Boys. Since 1865, Stetson hats are American-made with pride right here in Texas. And Stetson is proud to be on the field with America's team. Want to show your Texas and team pride, too? You can. By purchasing your own Stetson, you can look just like how the flag guys do on field at every home game. Stetson hats, the official crown of all self-respecting Cowboys and your favorite football team. Get yours today in the Stadium Pro Shop or at Stetson.com. 
Ladies and gentlemen, it's that time again for tailgating with the OtterBox boys. OtterBox, the company that builds wildly overproductive phone cases? The one and only, but cases are just the start. OtterBox is the official outfitter of tailgating. If they can keep my phone safe, what can they do for my parking lot party? How about protecting your beverages from suboptimal drinking temperatures with their elevation tumblers? And OtterBox elevation tumblers come in three sizes, a 10-ouncer, a 20-ouncer, and even a 64-ounce growler. Check out all the colors and sizes of their elevation tumblers at otterbox.com. Want to use what the pros use? How about the official men's skincare brand of the Dallas Cowboys, Jack Black? Right now, you can get the Jack Black Starter, a curated collection of Cowboys locker room favorites for just 10 bucks with free shipping. The starter includes four Jack Black skincare favorites plus a full-sized intense therapy lip balm. Go to getjackblack.com cowboys and use the code word TEAMJB. That's getjackblack.com cowboys. The Jack Black Starter, 10 bucks. Free shipping. Whether you're into being a part of this or more into something like this, SeatGeek has the tickets to the events you love. It's the easiest way to find, buy, and sell tickets. Plus, with their deal score technology, they'll recommend the best seats in the house at the best value. So the next time you're craving this, the Seek Geek app and let's go. Seek Geek. Back to hanging with the boys. We're back. Don't miss your chance to take a photo with Santa at the start of this holiday season. Santa Claus will be at his Cowboys fan theme set within Fans United at the Star of Frisco now through December 24th for more information and to book your photo visit the Star in Frisco.com forward slash Santa. So much, so much holiday things Bring your pets. out here. Bring your pets to sit on Santa's lap. Man, you have to ask yourself. You have to ask yourself as a player, am I that guy? You know, you know, and I, you know, I hear all these guys. I was not allowed not to be good. You wasn't afforded that from the yeah. other you, players you, or the coaches or from, from starting with the head coach. You 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 not you wasn't afforded you know, that luxury. And see, this is what made me laugh. You know where, and I'm gonna give you an example. Coach Landry era, he wanted small guys, and and everybody knew I wasn't just never gonna be no small guy. But that's what he wanted. So I, every year I'm fighting this battle. I'm fighting this battle. Coach Johnson came in. Yeah, what did, you know? And our media. Hey, what you going to do with Nate? Coach Landry didn't like Nate. He was always fat and out of shape. He said, well, the film I see, he blocking folks and putting them on the back. Yeah, we want him in shape, but we're having a problem with his size because when he lined up on the field, and that's what we're going to always demand from him. It's like, what he going to do on this field? So now all of a sudden it was cool to be fat because the coach didn't ride along with that. The coach wanted players. So when I hear Coach Garrett say, Hey man, we're gonna start playing the guys that uh, doing the right thing. Doing the right thing. I'm like, wow, Jason, why haven't you? Why haven't you? You come from a coach, coach. You come from a coach that would not allow his players not to perform. You come from Troy Aikman. You've heard him. How would you see people talking about Troy's a a cowboy hater? Or he overdoes it so that he may not look. Like he's down with the Cowboys. But when you hear an announcer of his magnitude say, 
this is embarrassing. That touches Troy too, because Troy, like, this ain't the Cowboys that I should be seeing. That's personal. It's yes. a personal thing for him. So, I, I, I every day, and I took go tell my wife because I can have more personal talks with her. I'm like, what in the world is going on? You can call Who, me anytime. Yeah, well, I, I do sometimes. I do sometimes. You know, we talk about is it? I mean, when I call you, is yeah. this team overrated? Who is the play player or players that's going to step up? And forget if we win the Rams game, the Eagles game, or the Knicks game. Who is the players that when this season over with, I can say, yeah, that boy there, he's with us. That man there, yeah, he, he's with us. Is it too late in the season, though, to change that with, with what, three games left? I, I, can you? I mean, if that guy's not that guy now, can he do enough by the end of this season to go into next season like, yeah, that's my guy. I can depend on that guy. Or – is the blueprint already laid this year where you're no, like, see, that's what that guy is? See, we're a day late and we're a dollar short. And everything that we do, we overthink everything. And it, this ain't got nothing to do with whether I like you. And see, Coach Johnson walked in and said, this, I, I, and I hate to say this because I don't want to paint Coach Johnson not a caring man. But – he let us know, you know, you know what? Good daddy, that's fine. Good husband, that's fine. Good charities, that's fine. He said, but fellas, don't you ever think that if you're not a good football player, you're going to be him because of your goodness over here. I need some players that can play right here. This is what we live for. And guys that had these other things outside of football, he checked them real quick. Well, Coach, I got this here set up. Hold on, man. Did you get this set up after you became the football player or did you have this set up before you as a football player? Because if you had this set up before the football player, you should have let me know so we wouldn't even took you. Because I need guys that's going to concentrate on this. Mm. This is the world, man. This is the world. So when I hear people talk about, oh, this dude, this and this dude, that, and he missing because of this, I'm saying, what in the world is going on? If this is not, why are we here? We're not here talking about uh, who's got the biggest charity. We we try we trying to tell. Well, me, it, I feel it's my duty to try to keep these fans listening by giving them some array of hope. Even though I'm gonna tell the truth, array of hope for winning football games. And if it's not about winning football games, you know, and yeah, somebody can call in and tell me, well, football ain't gonna last forever. Well, why are you calling in? Because you ain't calling in for they they out the career job. You calling in to find out what's wrong with the Cowboys. It is one thing. It is one thing only. That's winning football games, and that's my problem. You can't tackle. That's part of football. You can't catch balls. That's a part of football. The two very things that. What do we chase on defense? We chase the football. What do we want on offense? We want the football. So if you out there doing anything besides football, and that's your family included, see, because this is this is where we lose it at. This is where we lose it at. I gotta take care of my family. Well, what takes care of your family? That one point, or that two point, or that eight point million dollars that you do on this football field is what takes care of your family. Don't get it twisted. It ain't the other way. You got married, and all of a sudden, foot is taking care of your football. 
We got it twisted. And people say, it ain't that serious. Well, quit, brother. <laughs> quit. It, you know, if, if a fan try to tell me, Nate, it ain't that serious, well, tell the player to quit because I want to win. And if it ain't about winning, quit. If it ain't that serious, quit. And you'll see how all of your job, my job, and all of us will fade away. And now we'll be looking at soccer. We'll be looking <laughs> at basketball. We'll be looking at hockey. It, it, it's what it is, man. Can Has we, that attitude changed? Can we get Nate to give the pregame speech Sunday? Oh, yeah. I'm just I saying you through that wall. I'm saying that attitude is. still exists now in today's NFL? With some teams, it does. Yeah. With some teams, it does. Mr. Jones is a great man, and he allowed his players to flourish. Most owners don't. Most GMs don't. This team does. But sometimes they need to know what's important. Mr. Jones took the chance on Jalen. Nobody else was going to do that. Mr. Jones took the chance on, on Layton. Nobody else was going to do that. So your job is, yeah, you owe him a little something. So come give it up. Come give it up. Anthony Brown, he, you a six-round pick. They say, they say hey, man, we're going we gonna to put you in the starting lineup. Do your job. Jordan Lewis, hey, you in there. You, in there. you should never say, I'm not in the right place. Not game after game after game. Are you playing hero ball on the defensive line? Not game after game after game. I understand you take chances here and there, but not game after game after game. Losing affects me. It affects the way I think and look at people. Not, not you guys, but I'm talking over there. Mm-hmm. Don't you know fans don't even know guys but dislike them just because they can't play football? That's how narrow-minded we are. We try to expand, oh, it ain't that serious, Nate. But then you'll turn around and say, man, I don't, I don't like Cole Beasley. Why? Because he went to the Buffalo? Because they, they nine and whatever now? Not but you hate Cole Beasley. Cole Beasley could be the nicest guy in the world. But you hate him. Or you love Jalen because he got clear eye view. But he ain't talking to nobody. I'm just keeping it real. You got to do what you are paid to do for this football team. And now you can get rid of Jason. That's fine. You can bring in the next coach. But if you think that you're more high and mighty than the next coach, that's what the players and ain't listen to the message no more. So now you think you high and mighty because you think you're doing enough. That's why we lost to Buffalo. That's why we lost to the Bears because you think you're doing your job. So we got like 52 guys think they're doing their job, and we're getting beat to death. Think about it. Mm. Good stuff, man. Woo, I got to go. I got to go. You can't get any better than Nate's that. Nate's Can't get any two days in a row. That's it. Well, you know what? Nate, I'm, I'm on my bonus money, too. Hey, I'm, I'm going to talk to Boss Bear right now. I'm going to suggest like this. that. Kyle, thanks for keeping us on the air. We'll be back tomorrow. Caden, stay away. Cowboys offense. Hey, what's up? Rams defense tomorrow. Hang with the boys. This has been a production of DallasCowboys.com and the Dallas Cowboys Football Club. How about this, Cowboys? Yeah!